My guest for this episode is a member of the Creativity Found Collective, a promotional and networking membership for artists and crafters who share their creative skills with grown-ups through workshops, online courses, products and kits. There's a link to their page at creativityfound.co.uk and if you too would like to join us, visit creativityfound.co.uk slash join us. We have clay objects from at least 30,000 years ago that are identifiably female. But also, like you, you said earlier, it's just you find certain things boring. And I think, why not go for whatever you find more stimulating? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's yeah. your time, it's your energy. Absolutely. It's just fascinating how you can give, you know, a pound of clay to 12 people and you'll get 15 different things mm-hmm. and I just find that absolutely absolutely fascinating but a lot of people say to me things like oh I can't draw I'll never be able to draw and things like that. well you could if you practice if yes, you absolutely. were going to try and build a website you'd have to practice or do it or learn and it's exactly the same with creativity yeah. isn't it yeah hi I'm Claire founder of creativity found a community for creative learners and educators, connecting adults who want to find a creative outlet with the artists and crafters who can help them do so, with workshops, courses, online events and kits. For this podcast, I chat with people who have found or re-found their creativity as adults. We'll explore their childhood experiences of the arts, discuss how they came to the artistic practices they now love, and consider the barriers they may have experienced between the two. We'll also explore what it is that people value and gain from their newfound artistic pursuits and how their creative lives enrich their practical, necessary, everyday lives. In this bonus episode, I'm joined by Creativity Found Collective member Kelly Druitt and friend of Creativity Found, Carol Moon, as we visit the pottery studio of fellow collective member, Debbie Page. Kelly lived in France, but was visiting the UK and, of course, we wanted to meet up for the first time in real life. Since Kelly could easily get a train from Bristol, where she was staying, to Reading, I knew I had the perfect location for us to meet and have a mini creativity catch-up. In this episode, you'll hear about how Debbie makes her moon jars and what they are, as well as a little pottery history, plus details of Debbie's teaching. We also start plotting our next creativity catch-up, featuring a few more members and their creative classes. So how do you build, Debbie? How do I build? I'm a hand builder, so I I, I can throw, I teach throwing, I find throwing boring. Um, so I hand build so that means I I pinch clay I coil clay I also roll out slabs occasionally as well what's coiling? coiling is where you get a piece of clay and you roll it into a sausage you do thin sausage oh and then you can yeah Yeah. so do you want to have a have a feel if you (laughs) instantly (laughs) instantly people go oh some people refuse to take it fair enough but yeah, anyone yeah. who gets it is instantly squishing yeah, it yeah. they don't just go 
they instantly squeeze it and there is something really fundamental about human beings manipulating what's in their hands mm. and this is easily manipulable yeah. so I'm trying to stop now I thought I was going to get turned off next. no no keep going. <laughs> keep going keep going so a coil of clay is mm. is, is formed by I, I try to this, is, this, this sounds daft but we have clay objects from at least 30,000 years ago that are identifiably female it isn't just a blob that someone's got, oh, there's a fingerprint there, they must have manipulated. They're called uh, the Venuses of Wichtendorf, sort of very, very Eastern Europe, Germany, Hungary sort of area. Um, and they're about so big, big head, no face. Obviously, they can do faces. I can't do faces. I'm with them on that. But they've got <laughs> hair. You can see they've got hair, big boobs, big pregnant belly. Mm-hmm. So obviously female, yeah. and there's there's isn't just one. Even if we only had one, that wasn't that person's first rodeo on that piece of clay. They'd done it before because everything's in proportion. Mm. So thirty thousand years ago, you know, you did have saber toothed tigers and mammoths running around, even in Central Europe. You know, life expectancy thirty thirty five. Mm. Um, and they had the time to look at a human body and go dum 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 right and the head and then the boobs and then the belly then the legs. Yeah. Yeah. And that's spine tingling stuff to me. But they didn't have tables. So they couldn't flat surfaces, yeah. They may have found an occasional flat rock, but it's still yeah. gonna be lumpy. So in Africa they actually coil Yes just like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Natural. <laughs> so if that's, you know, there is some, I don't know, whether you believe in sort of, you know, cultural memory and all that sort of thing. Yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, something really weird can happen when you give someone a piece of clay. Mm. It, it's the same, actually, if you give people a stick, <laughs> they will bend it, break off bits, twist it, pull off the bar. I mean, they're manipulating yeah. it yeah. Uh, as well. So it, it's not just clay, but, you know, clay is up there. So we... Yeah, as a, these days because we have tables as technology which freaks people out and say table is a piece of technology um, so you just coil them out and then as you say you, you put them into moulds like that you get them into two halves oh so you use a mould yeah, I wouldn't just start sort of um, trying to make anything a... I mean this these this one here I've made um, I actually bothered to weigh them out so, because I know someone would ask me there's two pieces of clay weighing 160 grams each. I don't need a mould for that size because it fits my hand. Yeah. If I'm using clay of 250 grams per half, I need a mould because mm. my hands aren't big enough to control yeah. it. So it, it, it's size. Yeah. yeah. It's size. And then when you've, you've got your two halves and you stick them together and you, you blend across the, the joints. The lines. Yeah. Yeah. And then what I do... To get rid of all those lumps, I mean, you can smooth it over with your finger than a stick and it takes forever. <laughs> but going back to my table technology, if I roll it gently, so you can see, if I roll it gently, you can see all the, color, yes. all the lumps and bumps yeah. disappearing. Yes. disappearing. It is also um, compressing the clay. Clay works best when it's really squished. And although it would have been squished a bit when I was rolling it, squished a bit more when I was joining the sides, there's nothing like a bit more compression to really make it um, even stronger. And then, I made this yesterday evening, it would have been shrinking. 
clay shrinks. Mm -hmm. And it means that although it's not airtight, the air pressure in there is a little higher than the air pressure out mm -hmm. here. So when I push, yeah. I can push a little harder mm -hmm. than if it was just a flat piece of clay. And I don't make as much denting. Oh. So I can use that and really you know, get rid of all those naughty little lumps and bumps there that are happening. And then I can shape it. So, you know, my moon jars are round. Yeah. But they are... I, I'm not bothered if they're perfectly spherical. Yeah. Um, Something nice about yeah, non-uniformity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, Korea, the, the, the moon jars come originally from Korea. Do you want another? Yeah. Have a, have a feel. Oh! <laughs> it was more squishy than I was expecting. <laughs> it looks it's really lighter, solid. It's lighter because it looks it? like it's as if that's it's a whole filled thing, which I know it isn't. But even so, it comes up lighter and then actually you can feel the movement. Yeah. Yeah. In, a, yeah, in the ball of clay. Oh, yes, that's <laughs> really shocking. How funny. It's what you expect and what it really is. That's like an Easter egg almost, that yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Just passing a ball of clay around. <laughs> so the Koreans uh, have always been incredibly good potters. And in about the 1650s, they finally came out from underneath China's yoke and yeah. had a big renaissance of cultural craft arts and things. And they devised ways of throwing porcelain pots that I can't put my arms around. Mm -hmm. Bearing in mind there's a 20% shrinkage rate on porcelain, so it would have been mm. even bigger. They threw them in two halves and put them together, and they've come up with three main shapes that are traditional. Spherical, which for some reason... This year, my are more spherical than normal. Yeah, I do. And these you call the moon jars. So. These are called moon jars. Yeah. Originally, they were called. Wait for it. Big branding opportunity here in Korea. Big jars. Sixteen fifties <laughs> <laughs> marketing didn't really kick in. <laughs> Later, they started to be called moon because they were white, and Koreans also have a, a cultural influence of the moon. They, you know, moon's very important to them. And they stand after me too. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. <laughs> so they're called moon jars, but they can be spherical. Teardrop speaks yep. for itself. Mm -hmm. Oh, my favourite, wobbly. How wobbly? Wobbly is an official shape. Uh, I mean, you know, that's brilliant. I, I, it's brilliant for two reasons. First, three, but well, two reasons. First of all, it means I can make moon jars, and they're a bit wobbly. They're still. Moon jars. Secondly, uh, a culture that allows for the fact yeah. that it's yeah that not perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. has got to have a something going for it anyway. We just need to interject, and Carol is going to tell her what her tell us what her name is. My surname is Moon. <gasps> I didn't know. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> pretty much any shape you want from this. Mm -hmm. Because the air pressure is slightly higher inside, I could tap this into a cone, I mm -hmm. could tap this into a square. Mm -hmm. If I had the inclination, the time, I could make a dodecahedron. Yeah. What's that? 
Twelve-sided. Okay. <laughs> best sort of best thing, um, which I'm not going to do because that's you know boring. So you know it's it's a very adaptable technique, and I'm teaching this technique is the basis of. Well, it's uh, obviously it's decorative. It could be a little moon jar. If you make it square, it can be a little pot. You can cut the top off and make it into a lid. You could top the thir top third off and make it into a cup. You can make it into a sort of teardrop shape, and that's really good for things like penguins, mm. ah, yeah, and yes. birds and stuff. Yeah. Um, you could stick a handle here and a spout there and a lid there, yeah. and you've got a teapot. Yes. Um, it's a really adaptable starting point a shape. Yeah. Um, yeah. for for people to actually start when they're starting on their pottery world. Yeah, yeah. Pottery, world. pottery still looks down on hand builders. If you're a sculptor, they understand that. You know, you take bits of clay and you slap it on. But they do look down on pinch pots on coiling and stuff. But so when you actually, call yourself a potter, then that's on the wheel? Well, no, I call myself a potter because yeah. I work with clay. Mm. I make pots. Yeah. You know, if you take it back to its meaning, a potter mm. makes pots. Absolutely. Mm. But throwers... Uh, it's interesting. Many hand builders can throw a bit. Mm -hmm. Really good throwers can rarely hand build interesting it really is i mean i can remember going and seeing a very you know he's, he's a very famous potter called matthew blakey he did a brilliant project he went to every county he got funding to do this he went to every county in uh, england and wales and took clay and made a pot and a glaze from that clay mm -hmm. put it in a victorian exhibition yeah. brilliant idea love yeah. it yeah and um he came to did a, do a talk about halfway through and he was telling us about this particular clay fad which was awful to throw with yeah. so I said well why don't you hand build it mm. and it, his face was like I'd asked him to kill his firstborn oh, <laughs> no. I'm only suggesting another alternative making method mate. you know really just you know, lighten up he could have said well no I want them all thrown because then they're all thrown yeah they're all hand, but, yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. Um, but it was like really? And it's a real shame because this came first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this came at... first. Yeah. You know, throwing was invented about 5,000 years ago. Oh, and you wouldn't you... get those yeah. shapes with throwing at oh, all, you would. would you? You would. would, you? You, would. Okay. you would. And I could, I could get those shapes. Yeah. I can get those shapes. That's not a problem. It's just how I choose not to work. It's the same way, mm. you know, you say you work occasionally in acrylics. You might use work something else. You'll go use something else. Mm. You know, our creative outlets outlets have to take different formats because mm, we're all different people. Yeah. And mine is using clay without technology. I mean, I I have turned up to a demonstration and I'd forgotten my tools. Mm. All I had one week was my chopstick, <laughs> and I made teapots all day just using my chopsticks so you can make really technical highly technical things with very very little i didn't even have to have the chopstick i could have mm. made it without but now we know why debbie wears chopsticks and I, I, the, the <laughs> hair came first not the <laughs> not the pot but also like you you said earlier like it's just you find certain things boring and I think, why not go for whatever you find more stimulating? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's yeah. your time, it's your energy. Absolutely. Totally. Absolutely. Mm. It's just fascinating how you can give, you know, a pound of clay to 12 people and you'll get 15 different things. Mm -hmm. And I just find that absolutely 
Absolutely fascinating. Even now, got little, I've got a little bowl. Bar. We've got You've a little got a square. square. Oh, I've put mine down. <laughs> what is that? Sorry. A sandwich. It's, it's a, a baguette. It could be a sort of, you know, I've seen people try and, you know, a couple of hundred quid of yes, sculpture. Yes, it's, it's abstract. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. I'm still learning how to work this stuff, and I've been playing with it since I was 13 years old. Okay, it's been gaps forever learning. Forever learning. Mm. When I'm teaching, I get, I do get a little bit niggled when people want to be able to to master something straight away. Mm -hmm. They don't have the patience, you know. When I tell them it took me three years to learn to throw, and believe me, I was highly motivated mm -hmm. to learn to throw. I then went and did a City and Guilds diploma and came out a mould-making hand builder. Yeah. <laughs> With craft, and I'm sure art, paint, paints, and, you know, brushes and pencils and things, you have to put the time in mm -hmm. to get it back, don't mm. you? There is something about... Um, I think sometimes people get uh, impatient because they don't enjoy the process, they don't enjoy the doing and I think that is like either you have that interest or that it, it somehow stimulates you that you want to like continue doing it or if not then yeah it's not your thing yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. but then yeah. then don't make it wrong that you're not an expert after day one. Yeah. 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 But a lot of people say to me things like, oh, I can't draw, I'll never be able to draw, and things. And like, well, you could, if you practice. If yes, you absolutely. were going to try and build a website, you'd have to practice or do it or learn. And it's exactly the same with creativity, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But the only thing we never have to learn to do is to breathe. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's instinctive. Mm. We have to learn to walk, we have to learn to feed ourselves, we have to, mm. to brush our teeth, comb our hair, everything. Mm. We have to learn how to do it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, give yourself a break sort of thing. I mean, I, when I'm teaching, I, I don't, if someone comes in and says, I want to throw, I, I, I get a bit strict and say, no, I want you to hand build first week. Mm. Um, because it's going to be six, seven weeks before you, you get anything that you mm. want to keep, or, mm. that I'll want you to keep it that way. Because mm. <laughs> um, at least then they can take something home with them. Yes. Feel achievement. On week three or four. Yeah. Whereas they will not be taking anything home the first mm. time if they're throwing. Mm. How often do you do the workshops? I, well, I teach regularly. Mm. Um, I teach at um, Woodley Hill House, which is part of Bracknell Working College. I teach in Reading uh, and I teach at East Hendred, which is a little village just up here, 34 outside Oxford. Um, so, and they're sort of very general. There'll be some hand builders, there'll be some throwers in there, and of varying amounts of times. So complete beginners to people who've been potting for 20 years. It's a whole range of, of interests and skills and sort of, uh, make, making methods. But then I do uh, one day workshops at a couple of different venues mm -hmm. and I do those sort of when I'm not doing my general term time stuff because they're hours in the day basically, so holiday times. I'm going to try and get one to one of those workshops at some point. Well, I will. Harder living in France, but if you're doing one well, day there, ones, there then... are potters in France that will do them, but they might just do them in French. Yeah, um, in second English. language is quite difficult. I'd get by, but um, anytime you've got anything technical, though, it, it must sort of make it. It's just less enjoyable because you're thinking yes. about the, the language as well. As well as the. Um, really yeah. Yeah. Put your um, one off ones if when you're yeah. doing some in the holidays on the yeah. chat group and the membership, yeah. and then How long are you here for? 
Uh, only until Tuesday. Oh, right. Wow. Okay, yeah. so I've got a... I've got a yeah. I've got it's a fast. thing at um, Ardington on the 20th of July. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what I'm doing. Might be teapots. Don't well, look at me. I don't know what you're doing, Debbie. I feel like I did read you doing a teapot one soon. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, we should then... try and tie it in with a printmaking with Jerry as well. Yes. You could exactly. have, like, if you have a creative yeah. week. Uh, yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would help. Creativity for our teachers. Thanks so much for listening to Creativity Found. If your podcast app has the facility, please leave a rating and review to help other people find us. On Instagram and Facebook, follow at Creativity Found Podcast. And on Pinterest, look for at Creativity Found. And finally, don't forget to check out creativityfound.co.uk, the website connecting adults who want to find a creative outlet with the artists and crafters who can help them tap into their creativity. When I created the Creativity Found website and the collective membership, I had no previous knowledge regarding the technical aspects of making an idea into a reality, a bit like when I started this podcast. I came across Kajabi, which allowed me to build the website so that visitors can easily find the creative classes, kits or supplies they are looking for through pages that look inviting and that showcase my members' talents. Kajabi also handles the membership, my mailing list and newsletters, the online community, taking payments, and it's where I host the Creativity Found Collective online meetups. If you're interested to learn more about how Kajabi can help you run and streamline your small business, you can find an affiliate link in the show notes and receive a 14-day free trial.